Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. It's 107 in Edmonton, hour number two of Oilers Now. Uh, in this hour, Tyson Nash, Arizona Coyotes color analyst, and we'll also talk to Jay Woodcroft, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We will head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Uh, funny Man and Saturday Night Live veteran Tracy Morgan hits the stage at River Cree March 6th, tickets can be found online at rivercreeresort.com. Without further ado, a three-time Memorial Cup champion as a member of the Kamloops Blazers. If I recall correctly, the first year he was kind of in a support role. I don't know how many games he would have played that year, but uh, certainly was a big part of the 94-95 teams. Tyson, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Oh, Bob, I got, I got to thank you for not uh, rattling off my NHL stats. So uh, thank you. I, I, I'm glad we're sticking to junior hockey. Tyson, you played uh, 374 games in the NHL, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, minus yeah, the playoffs. That's 374 more than me, bud. So, and about 374 more than 98.9% of our listeners right now. Don't worry, man. They're tipping their hat to you. You, uh, you carved out a career for yourself. And with all due respect, I think you'd be the first to admit, uh, you made the most of what you had. And that is the ultimate compliment a player can get. So take it for what it's worth. Thank you. Thank you. I fooled a lot of people. Probably got a few GMs and coaches fired, but, uh, but I'll take it. All right. Uh, hey, look, uh, the Coyotes went and made some big noise. They picked up Kessel in the off season, um, And this was a team that had a real good second half to last year. Rick Tockett did a terrific job. Uh, they had an identity. Uh, they then obviously bucked up, and that, that's the term I'd use, because they gave up that first-round pick to go get Taylor Hall. And unfortunately, you know, the wrong guy got hurt at the wrong time. Is that a fair assessment, Darcy Camper? Yeah, I I would say that's probably everything. Uh, you know, this is a team that we were talking about not only making the playoffs, but uh, winning their division at the time. And, uh, you know, it's uh, obviously so tight. Every, all these teams just bunched up uh, uh, out in the Pacific. So it, it's been an absolute grind. Um, and then you lose your number one goal, your best player, your MVP. Um, and Darcy Kemper is exactly that. Um, you know, he's just, he's irreplaceable. And when you look at the, the team, one win in their last nine games, 
Um, and it starts with Darcy Kemper. That's pretty much when uh, when he went down. Auntie Ranta has struggled. Uh, Aiden Hills tried to come in and, and do his thing. He's been an, unable as well. So uh, things are uh, just kind of falling apart right now at the seams. But, uh, again, I think every team goes through it. Coyotes right now are just in one. I, uh, I've i watched, I think, three of your last nine games, and Taylor Hall, for me, has been the best player in two of those games. How would you assess his overall performance since coming to this uh, this team in the desert? He has he's been exactly that. He's been the Coyotes' best player since the trade, no question about it. Uh, he's got some real nice chemistry right now with, with Connor Garland. Um, that's definitely helped Connor Garland's game as well. Uh, th- this guy is a superstar. No, he's not at the you know the, the stage he was back in 2018 when he was the, the league's MVP uh, with the Devils. But um, you know he's he's a guy that that can change the you know change the game in a hurry. One shift, uh, he can go out there and get it done. He can turn nothing into something in a hurry. You, you guys have seen it there all too often uh, in Edmonton. Um, you know he's but he's only one man, and and that's the great thing about hockey is that. Uh, you need everybody. You need a you need a team, or in the Edmonton Oilers' case, you you need a power play. Um, so you know, right now, that's what makes this team so much fun to play on, though. Here in Arizona, is the fact that everyone is relied on heavily. Uh, otherwise, they just don't win hockey games. And right now, uh, as I mentioned, missing the number one goaltender, Oliver Ekman Larson, their captain, uh, is out. I think he's probably going to remain out here tonight. Um, but they need someone to step up, whether it's a Taylor Hall or Phil Kessel. Uh, a Connor Garland, a Derek Stepan, whoever. I mean, they need somebody to to stop the bleeding here in a hurry. Tyson, you survived at five eleven, one ninety five because you were a tough son of a gun. I mean, that's why you were you were an agitator. You know, you exploded through guys on hits. You got inside guys' equipment on the ice. You knew how to play head games with guys out on the ice, and you know, you survived as a fourth line guy. But I, I want to talk about Garland and, and and then also Kyler Yamamoto for Edmonton. It is a different game today, isn't it? And it certainly allows for smaller players who are competitive. To play without necessarily having to, you know, drop the gloves and those sort of things. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a game for for everybody now. I mean, back when I played, if you weren't, you know, six two, six three, you you just weren't you weren't playing in the in the National Hockey League unless you were a Ray Whitney, a, a, a Flurry, a Steve Sullivan, a, a Pavel Bure. I mean, you, you just weren't. And um, these young kids, you look at the best players in the world today and uh probably i would say probably over 80 percent of them are are small guys um that it's just how it is and uh you got to be able to skate you got to be able to play a skill game and connor garland right now for us uh is that guy he plays with a real chip on his shoulder uh he's feisty uh he gets in there he's not afraid he goes to the front of the net i mean the front of the net nowadays is probably the safest place on the ice to to stand imagine a guy like ryan smith or craig simpson i mean he can't he can't cross check a guy in the back of the neck anymore like he used to be able to i mean it's just it doesn't exist so that i think allows guys um like connor garland like akimoto to to play and and do so much damage And, and let's be honest they're fun to watch so what you're saying is guys like Darian Hatcher, Richard Maftichuk, and uh, Craig Ludwig with Dallas, when they used to just sit there and cleave everybody all over the front of the net and two-hand you across the wrist and cross-check you in the back, those they might not be able to survive today. 
Yeah, I think, well, I'm sure they, they'd survive. They wouldn't have the careers that they, they had. That, that's certainly the case. I mean, you got to be able to skate. And Chris Pronger is probably, um, you know, he, he could do it both. He could play in today's game. He could play in that game. But he was the meanest. He was the dirtiest uh, player I have ever, and the best player I have ever played with uh, in, in, my, in my career. This guy could take over a game, take over a locker room. And you guys know all too well there in Edmonton, as that was uh, obviously a real tough trade there uh, to give up Pronger. He went where, to Anaheim after that and went in the cup. Went to Philadelphia, took them to uh, the Stanley Cup Finals as well. So, oh, he was. I mean, I, I you know, I think the fans are past it now and come to appreciate just how good he was in that one. See, I just remember Game Five in Detroit, and Detroit finished like thirty-five, forty points ahead of the Oilers in the regular season, and he just owned the ice in Game Five in Detroit. I mean, it was, I've told him that to his face. Like he was on. He, you know, and he knew how to, you know, he knew how to have fun with the media and all that stuff and play head games, but that was all part of who he was. But when push came to shove, no one could dominate the game like he could for half the game, Tyson, because yeah. he was on the ice for half the I game. I know. Well, I think the one year he played with us, he played 32 minutes a night was his average. So, I mean, can you imagine if he actually played like 27 or 26 minutes a night, the damage that he could do? I mean, he bided yeah. his time out there because he knew he had to play over half the game. And then we had Al McInnes as well. So pretty pretty easy. I would have been loved to be the defensive coach out there. Uh, Pronger. Uh, oh, you know what? Give me give me McInnes. You go. You, know, you feel pretty safe. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's funny stuff. And, you know, when he wanted to, he could still throw down. A, I remember when he was with the Ducks, he fought Chris Barch, and he just beat the living snot out of him. Like, he got him strung out and just destroyed him. So he could do it. All right, so anti-rant is going. We know that. Uh, Kemper, the former Red Deer Rebel, big loss. They don't have uh, ekman Larson on defense right now in Arizona, but we are seeing Jacob Chikrin take a ne uh, next step forward this year, aren't we? Well, we, we are, uh, or I should say we have. He, he's struggled lately. Uh, Jacob Chickens, one of the great young, young defensemen in the game today. No question about it. The tools that he has. Uh, but he has, uh, he's gone missing a little bit in the last, uh, probably 10 games, uh, or so for him. The Coyotes really limped in the break, into the break, and then, uh, again, out of the break. Um, so Jacob Chickens is a guy they, they count on big time. The skills, the speed at which he plays the game, his shot is probably the hardest on the team. So, uh, he's going to get a real big opportunity again here tonight without Oliver ekman Larson um, on the power play in different situations that it, uh, that he doesn't get to a lot of ice time in. So I expect a big game out of him. They need it. Plain and simple, they need it. Uh, there's no more excuses. Rick Tockett has put a game plan together uh, like every team does against the Oilers. It's up to the players to go out there and execute. And uh, for me, it's... It's on the players. A thousand percent. They've not gone out. They have not got it done. They weren't ready before the break. They were looking to the break to, you know, it's like guys were on holidays before the, the break even started. And then coming out of the break, uh, they just haven't been good uh, as well. So they were better the other night against the Hawks. But still, same result. They need to get a win. We're joined by Tyson Nash, who uh, finished eighth in scoring with the Sherwood Park uh, Bantam Triple A team back in the day. Had a team that featured Mark Hurley, uh, Damon Lankow, Long NHL. You guys stole all those guys out of Vegreville. Damon Lankow and Scott Lankow. Uh, Mike Dubitsky was on that team. Blair Manning. Uh, Lee Sorkin, hard-nosed defenseman as well. Spent a while uh, playing in the Rangers system. You had some pretty good players on that team, didn't you? We, we certainly did. We uh 
We were the, the, the talk of the town back in Truro Park. The old, uh, I don't even know what we were, the chain gang back then, I guess. So, yeah, oh, yeah, I still got the old leather jacket, felt leather sleeves. Closed a, closed a lot of deals with that jacket. Well, I, now, do you still fit in that jacket? <laughs> I had it remade just because it was so hot back in the day. So, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> you might see it uh, wandering around Truro Park or Edmonton, uh, one of these road trips. Yeah, my uh, my Southside Athletic Club uh, jacket uh, from 1982-83. Uh, unfortunately for Tyson, uh, for me, stopped uh, fitting in 1983-84. I I started to pack it on at that point, <laughs> and I don't think I got quite as many kills as you did back in the day. Uh, but <laughs> just just to uh, uh, just to wrap up, because you are an Alberta guy, you'd understand the Battle of Alberta, uh, and I know you keep an eye on things around the league, uh, and you have history with Mike Smith. Were you least the least bit surprised that uh, you know Mike Smith was willing to engage and go? And did you have a little bit of empathy for the position that Cam Talbot was in because you knew that probably wasn't going to go too well? Well, I, I love it. First of all, the fact that we're still talking uh, about this. Uh, how long ago did that happen? How long did the original hit happen uh, with Chuck and, and Cassian? This, this is old school stuff. You look at the fans, you look at how they're talking. Everyone was paying attention to that game. and uh, it's just uh, To me, it's, it's a shame that fighting's out of the game, that uh, the game has changed so much, some for the better, uh, but for me, some, some for the worse. It just doesn't get the attention it did. I mean, I couldn't believe it. My phone was blowing up. My Twitter was blowing up, uh, you know, basically telling me to get to the TV and turn it on because it's, it's, it's on. And it was Mike Smith and, and Talbot. You don't see that very often, but I absolutely loved it. Talbot obviously had no other choice in the matter. Um, but Smith, he's a big dude and, uh, and as you know, pretty athletic and can chuck him. So it was fun to see. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. And it was awesome to be there. Now, when you guys were in Kamloops, who was your, uh, who was your, you guys won the uh, Memorial Cup 92, 94, 95. You're about the sixth toughest guy in the, you know, you had some tough guys on those teams. Strudwick was up there. You had a Ginla, uh, Shane Doan, like, and, and they weren't even, they didn't, they weren't even the designated tough guys. Were <laughs> you had a tough team? But who gave you a run in the WHL back then? Oh, there were lots of guys. I mean, the NHL too. That's what people don't understand is that everyone can fight. Everyone is tough. And a lot of nights you pick the wrong door. I'll never forget myself and Jason Strudwick. Strud is as big and tough as he is. There was a guy in Seattle by the name of Paul Ferrone. Uh, we called him Mad Dog for own. There was, you know, I don't know what it was. We were in Seattle. I thought, hey, I'm going to pick an easy five here. I'm going to get in a scrap, get the boys rolling. Well, I went out there and absolutely got pumped. Picked the wrong door. I think I finished third in that fight. And then later in the year, I was so happy. And I got abused because he was a tiny guy, just a skinny little little bag of bones. And then I, I loved it because Strud absolutely got fed his lunch a few games later, so uh, I, I didn't. I didn't feel so bad. I think we found Strud's hairpiece knocked uh, off into the tenth row, so it was kind of funny. Awesome stuff, Tyson. We'll see you down there tonight. All right. All right. Sounds good, Bob. Yeah, you bet. Guests and owners now receive gift certificates from Roos Chris Steakhouse. That is. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Tyson Nash, that's what he's about. He's a funny guy. Does a great job on the uh, Coyotes television broadcast. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from uh, lovely Scottsdale, Arizona. This is Oilers Now, and it is 125 in Edmonton, which means uh, I can tell you, the guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village Steak and Seafood Cook right at your table. Edmonton South Downtown, uh, Northside and Sherwood Park, now open in West Edmonton Mall. Tyson Nash, by the way, was our Oilers Now headliner. For touchback safety, fa- uh, from fall protection to forklift training, trust the experts at touchbacksafety.com. Your safety is their goal. To the Oilers Now injury report for James H. Brown. Injury lawyers, when accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Uh, Still chuckling over that interview with Tyson. He's a very engaging fellow. Uh, we bring aboard back at the 630 Chad Studios, Brendan Escott. Brendan, how are you? I'm not doing too bad. Very entertaining stuff with, you know, and he's going to be endeared to me as a Kamloops blazer for the end of time. So uh, good luck. Now, was your, to hear Kamloops, Tyson Nash. Was, was your Kamloops team as, because uh, you you played, did you play uh, Bantam and Mitchell Triple in Kamloops? I did. Uh, Bantam Double was where I peaked, Bob. Oh, okay. Yeah. So did you have his team, you know, like they had like five guys or five or six guys in that Sherwood Park uh, uh, AAA team that ended up playing major junior and two or three of those guys were real good NHL players. Uh, Did you have that sort of talent with your Bantam squad out there in Kamloops? No, we ended up with a couple of, I don't even know if there was any NHL draft picks. One went to Wisconsin, a couple other to uh, to Mount Royal, but it was the Joe Hicketts year, the 1996 class where they had Ryan Gropp as a pick. Obviously Hicketts a go down the line. There was a Bantam AAA team there that just churned out an incredible amount of guys. Yeah, that happens once in a while. Alrighty, what do you got for, uh, should we, we'll start with the Oilers. I'll give the updates on the Oilers. Uh, we'll start with James Neal. He is with the team down here in Arizona. Uh, did not skate yesterday, did not skate today. I would say he's highly unlikely to play tonight. We'll know for sure at 5 p.m. Uh, he is a tough son of a gun. Uh, not available for Edmonton uh, for several weeks will be Joe Kim Nygaard with a, a hand surgery and then uh, currently in concussion protocol is the uh, Edmonton Oilers uh, Chris Russell on the farm and we'll get an update from Jay Woodcroft but uh, Joel Person's been out for a while he took a took a bit of a headshot a couple weeks ago 
And there's one other guy down there, and I'll think of it here during the break. But uh, what do you got elsewhere around the league? And starting with Arizona, I guess. Yeah, they're without Barrett Hayton still as he continues recovering from that shoulder separation. Oliver ekman Larson is considered day-to-day, but we already said off the top, will not dress tonight for Arizona. And then Leafs goaltender Freddie Anderson getting nicked up with a neck injury. So Casimir Kaskasua was recalled from the Marlies. Seems like that happens to Anderson a lot. I don't know if it's just his playing style, Bob, or what the deal is there. But another well, uh, head maybe. injury for him. Maybe don't play him like 60, you know. How many games will he played? Like 52 or 53, and I think he's had like 42, 43 appearances. Uh, you know, by the way, how about Mark Pezik, the former Edmonton Oil King out of Sherwood Park, Alberta? A hat-trick last night. He's been playing forward five-on-five, five, and he's on the first pairing on the right side on PK on a lot of nights as well, so good for him. Keep going, Brennan. Brendan. I kind of cut you off. Well, that's all I had for you, Bob. Oh, well. There we go. <laughs> 129 in Edmonton. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. When we come back, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, Jay Woodcroft. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.